Tech and Music Fan. We got uh, Chill Gus, and then we got Ants Feet on the mic right here as well. And then last but not least, we got the one and only famous Kadeem. Hey, 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 hey. Once again, the Talking Bullshit Podcast is back. We are back for another week of some great conversations, some great content. Last week, it was a little bit light on the subject, so we had to try to stretch it out. But this week, we got a lot to talk about. This is Tech and Music Fan. What's up, fellas? Say what up to everybody. Wait, 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 wait. Israel, what did you just say? <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I kind of heard that at the end when you what know the that? intro song was coming on, but he kind of said that shit on the low. What'd you say? I what didn't say. I, I literally am the only one that sings the intro song. No, no, just, no, 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 no. I repeat no, the words that's on the song. No, 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 no. I've listened to this song multiple times, and yeah, I never every heard episode, that. You, every episode you hear me coming at the same spot. I say the same thing every time. Yeah, but you you, you said something a little bit different. I, I ain't. What what's, did you what's just the say? What's the lyrics? You tell me. Who you no, talking no, about? The lyrics, no, you tell me. You we tell just me. talking bullshit. Hey. hey, we shoot the breeze. Hey, we just talking bullshit. Now that sound like Fabio Ford. Hey. Get her on her knees. Yeah, you see. <laughs> <laughs> she gets <laughs> making up shit, bro. Jesus Christ. That's funny. That's funny. What's going on, fellas? How y'all doing, man? Say what up to the people. I didn't think y'all heard me. <laughs> we heard you. Oh, we chilling. Oh, yes. Welcome back. Welcome back. What's this? Three weeks in a row? Who the yes, fuck sir. are we? Who yes, are sir. we? Who are we? Just get it. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Uh, y'all might not hear a lot from Gus. He got his test results back, and it turns out he actually does have corona. <laughs> so he's, um, you know, we're just going to fill in a lot of the blanks from him. He's not really allowed to speak because he got that poll in Miami one and travels through uh, the internet. And, yeah, man. Uh, we're not trying to get it. Oh, woo, woo. You heard that? Yeah, I'm in the hospital bed right now, you know, trying to recover. Pray for me, y'all. I ain't pray for your skin. Hey, shut the fuck up, man. This is God, God, man. God don't fuck up? with you. God loves me, bro. But not God this I don't fuck with you. He named you Angus. Well, <laughs> I mean. Randy, don't laugh because God named you Randy. <laughs> no, 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 no. The reason God why, named listen, you Israel. Listen, listen, oh, listen, what? Listen, the reason why my name is Randy is because my mother was a huge Jackson 5 fan. And my older brother, his name is Michael. So I don't know why she skipped past Tito and Jermaine, but she gave me the sixth Jackson. So that's why my name is Randy. You got the least important. He gave you the least important Jackson. She <laughs> gave the, the runner-up Jackson. That's fucked up, yeah. Adopted Jackson. <laughs> All right, Angus, how you get your name? If y'all ain't Honestly, know, his, God, his real name is actually Angus. Like nah, nah. To be honest is with you, I asked my... No, 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 no. I asked my mom a million times, why the fuck she named me that shit? Like, and she, her answer is her, her best friend came up with the name and she decided to name me. I'm like, listen, woman, if I wasn't the man who I am today, that listen, shit would have fucked woman. me up mentally. That's how he talks nah. to his mother. You hear that? No, 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 Because you understand being called Angus as a black kid in junior high school. High school was good because I went to all white high school. But junior high school and being on the block called Angus, that shit is torture, bro. <laughs> high school, they was like, that's exotic. No, no, in high school, actually, yo, you'd be surprised. All those kids love my name. 
they loved it. But it's all it's pretty much all white high school, you know. That's because they grew up eating real meat. Okay, hold, hold on, y'all. We got to give the five seconds because you know we got to get you know five seconds before the next person can speak. So before, before someone farts, well, let me go because he's gonna take a long time. You already know what it is. Israel said it, aka Mister Wash popping. Well, this is Gus. Um, yeah, that's it's it. This is Gus. You got to stick well, with it. Ain't it. Miami Gus, man. This is well. This is I guess it is Miami Gus. I guess for now. Why this are you moment- drinking that liquor like a like you looking very very. I, I'm not gonna say. Yeah, it. Say it, no, say it. Please, please say it. Please. We concern, we concerned because you got a cup of Alize. You gotta say no Alize. You drinking that very, very class azul, baby. Get it right. It's what? Class azul. Spell nice it. to kill it. Huh? Spell it. A z u l, Yo, you can't be just over there drinking with your pinky out and then saying the word nigga, bro. Shut your ass up. <laughs> so I can't yeah. say whatever. It's all good, man. It's all good, man. Yeah. You, you, don't, you don't pronounce it Azul. It's Azul. 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 Like, like, spit no. on, spit on, I'm Azul. sorry. Is this Middle Eastern? Middle Eastern fucking tequila, nigga? Oh, all right, five seconds. This nigga drinking. Hey, hey, I need my five, B. This nigga can't do a moment of silence for nothing, yo. Jesus. Ever. Can I get my five? All right, come on. Yo, 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 you know what it is. This is your boy. really <laughs> I counted down my what's, shit, man. What's funnier is I counted with him, but this nigga Angus can't shut the fuck up for nothing. So I'm like, hey, All right. <sighs> I'm like, shit. All right. It's your boy Faze. Was good, and to answer the question, my name uh, actually, my mom growing up was a, a huge Kadeem Hardison fan, so she fell in oh love. Oh my god, you just made me feel old as shit. Kadeem Hardison fan? <laughs> How old yeah. is your mother? My mom is fifty-one. My oh, nigga, Kadeem my Hardison is older than my mom. Kadeem Hardison is older than my mom. I'm twenty-seven. Yeah, but what the fuck was he in that? You... <laughs> he no, started. Then he started. Oh, no, no, no. no, 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 no what do you mean? I am literally 11 years younger than his mother. Yeah, oh, literally. I'm so fucking old, nigga. Yeah, oh, that's a Oh, my God. Yeah, what I'm cool. getting at is the fact that did Kadeem Hardison blow up on a different world, right? I yeah, don't know, man. In the 80s. In the 80s. That shit came it out in the 80s? It was, it was late 80s. 80s like, late, yeah, that shit came out in the 90s? Yeah, nigga. I was born. No, was shut up. Nigga, it was the different worlds come out in the 90s? That was late 80s. Because I remember watching it. Okay. Regardless, even if it's nineties, regardless, I'm telling. Like, I think we're 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 on the wrong point right now, right? Yeah, like my. Well, I'm concerned at the idea, like he really didn't do anything, and your mom's she, like, "That's she, the name." Well, my mom, she liked she liked uh, Kadeem Hardison. She loved the name, so I'm not all right. So I'm not named after Kadeem Hardison, but because of knowing about who Kadeem Hardison was, she ended up introducing to the name, so she loves the name. So that's where my name came from. Mine, my name is, <laughs> my name's Israel. So, Trash. as much as Angus wants to say he felt bad growing <laughs> up, imagine your name being Israel. Like, I used <laughs> to lie and tell people my name was all types of shit, but never Israel. I I, just, I hated my name. Quinta? But my, my my mother wanted to name me Ishmael, and my father wasn't having it, so they settled on Israel. And he lied to me all my life. He's like, oh, you want to know why I named you Israel? It's because I knew you as a king, so I named you Israel because that means king of men. You know, Hebrew. I was like... So I told my mother, she's like, that nigga lying. I was like, but he dead. Yeah, you know, there we go. Yeah. Way to pick a turn, bro. Cool. Uh, <laughs> you know, if you if you can't laugh at your pain, then what are you? 
Yeah, you see, at that point, I think we about to go on a series finale after this motherfucker come back in like three months after your sad ass. I don't even <laughs> I gotta, want to yeah, I gotta take a break to go through therapy. Oh my god, make that four months. Jesus. Yo, stop Christ. drinking that malt liquor, dude, man. Shit. He ain't drinking a forty-four. He drinking a forty. He don't care for that. You know what it is? This is the last bit of this Moscato, and it's a Hebrew Moscato. You call my shit? You call my drink a bitch drink? But yet you drinking Moscato, man? No, I didn't say your. I didn't say your shit was a bitch drink. We didn't say your shit was a bitch drink. We said you're drinking it like a bitch. and you drinking your shit like a fucking inmate in prison that got fucked. I got my Whoa, what? what? Wow! <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jesus! God! What is so on, on, on that note, on that note, we have been the way you're going to transition out of that. Out of that. <laughs> you're transition out I'm, of that. I'm trying to get out of it, bro. What's I'm trying to get segue? out. You ain't gonna ask me. No, people in jail getting fucked all day. So we have been trying our best to make sure that people get to know who we are. So we've been asking questions to ourselves in the beginning to try to have a little discussion, so you guys can actually know who we are personally. So the question that I got this week is, uh, what is the weirdest thing that you've seen in a movie, and how did you respond to it? <laughs> I, I don't think I don't think it should go first. Let, let, let's let, let's let Jeff go first. Jeff, go ahead, go first. Well, I thought of two movies. Um, the first one was he said um, one movie. Why are you? No, no. <laughs> no, no, I thought, I, no. I thought of two. Something just popped up in my head that no, almost he said had me one, puked. nigga. No one asks. Just say one. Why you All gotta right. be that nigga? Come on, Karen. It has, it has, it has, no, no, bro. Don't, don't do that, Kadeem Carson. Please. Um, Kadeem <laughs> Carson, then I got it. Change your name to Dwayne. The Human Centipede. The Human Centipede. When I first saw that, uh, I wanted to puke because I don't know if any one of our listeners know that The Human Centipede is basically a German film where a guy kidnaps American tourists and he plants their faces into the um the person's ass and it's like a centipede and when they take a shit they shit in someone's mouth so that's kind of fucked up where's the best place to be in that line the, the front uh, it's, it's, the the, it's front. not hell no. i mean but but you got somebody you got you got in the front but you got somebody in your butt <laughs> oh, oh first off Hey, hey, we're not gonna do it. We're not gonna no, do no, it. No, 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 no. I don't know where you're going. And first of all, not that bad. And I know what is discussing niggas about and, to go. And the other and the other one is that I just thought about, even though we're supposed to talk about one, was um two girls in one cup. My my brother That's not a movie. That's not, what a, what is not a movie. movie. You? What about Oh, you know what? Forget, forget, forget. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go, go tell us about your childish dreams. Go ahead. No, that ain't no childhood dream. That was, I was tortured. No, I saw that shit. But you no. watched the whole, yeah, we all watched it. No, that I did shit. not watch it. Was, it was fake. As soon as I watched it, I was like, that's fake. Bro, like, immediately. I, my brother made me watch that shit. I was like, what the fuck? I don't know how that's fake because you literally seen this shit coming out of these girls. But no, you know what? No, you don't. You don't see the, you don't see the actual bodies. It looks like they you spread the fake cheeks. You could, you could tell this nigga was studying it because his ass was all up in the fucking. Screen like yo, let me see the shit is real. Oh, you drunk? This nigga drunk. You heard that? He's a. <laughs> so like, let me just let me, let me just go real quick. Um, the weirdest thing for me, and, it, and it's kind of crazy that I think this is weird, but um, a movie that any anytime I watch it, I really really get upset because it was acted so well. It's Higher Learning because Higher Learning, you know, it's about some college students. So it was some college. You never Omar seen Epps. Oh my Omar god, Omar Epps, Lester Rhymes, uh, wow. Tyra Banks. I know wow. those so people, the reason why it's 
Michael Rappaport? Exactly. Michael Rappaport. The reason why it's so weird to me is Michael Rappaport. Because he played Remy, who was an, a straight-up Nazi and hated all black people. And he played it so well. And I literally hated his fucking guts after watching that movie. But then when you see him now, he's probably one of the most pro-black white people that you have out there. So I just always felt that it was kind of weird that he was able to play that role so well. And that's not him. You know, he's so always funny, been actually, that way too. He's he's always been pro black from from young young. Yeah, he's actually. But, but, but to be able to like to act like I understand he's a he's a good he's a great actor, but like he embodied that so much. I'm like, anytime in. I watch that movie, I literally get so upset. He probably of his character. He probably has some people around him that he can you know absorb the role from because I'm well, pretty he's just sure a good he, actor. Yeah, I mean, well, oh, that could be a great fucking actor. He lived in the the no, first time I saw that movie, I'm gonna be honest with you, I didn't like black people for like a whole month. I mean, white people. I didn't like white people for like a whole month. Just, you don't like black people now. You don't like black women for sure. I said I don't like, really like black dudes. You know what? Nigga, I'm not even gonna touch so, on so that. That's, that was what's weird to me. Like, how could you be one way in real life and play the complete opposite so well? That was weird to me. Yeah, he's actually that's pretty good. I can dream about, bro. That's what that's a dream role for an actor to be the complete opposite of what they are in reality. That's got to be the ultimate challenge. That's popular. Well, well, he definitely did that shit. Okay, I might y'all. check it out. I might check it out. Famous. What's your what's your weird movie? So, yo, so it's really hard. Shut the fuck up. All right, it's back on me a car movie. I think the weirdest shit, and I think the the reason why it really caught me is like growing up, my parents used to always tell me like. You know, don't go to jail. Shit crazy happened in jail. You always hear the stories about shit that happens in jail. And I remember this movie called Lockdown, which came out in 2000. I thought this nigga about to say colors. Nah, this movie Lockdown. And I remember I was young. And there was a Seven. point where I forgot. I can't remember his dude's name. But he was getting beat up by the the guards multiple times. And there was this one scene when he went in, beat the shit out of him, and then pulled his pants down and made him give him head. And I remember seeing that. At like I, I might have been like seven or eight years old when that movie came out, and I was like, "What no, the that was cool? What you, was, that was, was that on Cinemax? No, it's called Lockdown. It's, <laughs> it's Cinemax. No, like my my like they, they had the they had the you movie. Don't get it. You don't get it, Randy. I don't. I don't. I don't get neither too. I don't get Cinemax. It. Cinemax after a certain time turned into a porno channel. Yeah, so does HBO and Stars. No, know. not like Cinemax. Anyway, but it was it was very weird because I remember when I seen the movie. Not great. Yeah, when I was a kid, you know about sex, whatever. It's a and the movie is like it's like every uh shut the fuck up. It's like every other black movie we've watched, Baby Boy and all those. It's the same type of movie when you watch it. It's just that one particular scene. It was like fucking jarring, like, whoa, yeah, like, like what, what the fuck is going on? And if you look up the movie, like, this is not like it was like a shitty cast. It was people in the movie that you're like, oh, okay, I recognize some of these niggas. Like Master P was in it, um, Richard Jones. Like, it was, these are people like you've seen making movies, and I remember seeing that. And to this day, I will never go to jail because of that very reason. That scares. Could you me. imagine somebody beating your ass and then making you suck their dick? Yo, you take things to the worse? next level, my man. You want some? Yo, no, what's, but, you know, but that's really what he's talking about. That's, Yo, what that's exactly about. what he just talked about. That's what that's what happened in the movie, and it, it wasn't a person; it was a correction officer. It was a, this thing is not licensed to anything you say. This thing is retarded. I'm sorry, Yo, it's literally a white. It's a white 
corrections officer who literally, be, yo, and they, you start to feel bad for the dude because he was getting raped all throughout the movie. Like, yo, it got to the point that he could like he Andy Dufresne, huh? Andy Dufresne. What the fuck are you talking about? Shawshank Redemption. I know Shawshank Shawshank Redemption. Redemption. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oof. But oh, yeah, but you, you name it. Like, I gotta think that off the top of my head. You could just say like Shawshank Redemption. I hate that. Uh, I'm, I watched the movie. You like, like Vin Diesel. Like Vin Diesel, what? Vin Diesel, like you. You, you, you know why you thought about Vin Diesel? Yeah, Fast and the Furious, nigga. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh. uh, but no, like it was crazy, right? And he, he, it got so bad that the nigga ended up like poking up the 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 corrections officer and killing him, and then getting shot and killed. And he was about, I think, if I'm not mistaken, he was about to get out of jail too. So he was just like, nah, I can't do this no more. Fuck all that. So that's that. That shit fuck with me. You know how terrible just, you got to be to be like. I understand. I don't understand. But like for niggas that got like years in jail, you're not getting no pussy. Like, and you just develop a need, and somebody's there to satisfy it. But a corrections officer, go, officer goes home every day. Go watch that's what's one. That's what's That's what's bothering me. What's bothering me is that this nigga is seven years old watching shit like that. Let me tell you, I'm gonna shut this shit down. I'm gonna shut this shit down. Shut this shit down. Who here saw Bad Boys 2 when it came out? Of course, I mean, me, me and Tech are older, right? I mean, but Gus, you saw, but, I didn't see it in the movie theater, but you saw it. It came out 03, it had. Vagina, breast, drugs, and killing. How did you it, see a movie like that? It, it shows vagina it. and it showed vagina. Yes, and in the club, sure? in the club, in the beginning. Maybe not oh, vagina, no. but it definitely showed breasts. And there was a point. <laughs> there was a point where Martin Lawrence is literally in the in the the, the next to the dead body. He's in the next to the dead body. Okay. So, so what's the but I'm but you don't see, you don't physically see the nigga and a dick. You just see, you see the guy on his knees and the camera's behind him, and you know what they're doing. That shit is traumatizing. But yeah. So, okay, so we can see that. I saw Roots in junior high school as a fucking project. I had no choice but to watch it. It was part of school. All right, Gus, I'm sorry. Your life is so much better than mine. I've never said that. I've never said that. Yo, yo, you know. I'm sorry. You was watching Roots in an all white school? No, I said junior high school. That's why they was okay with you being named Angus. No, no, I said he's, dude, high school. he's been through enough. High school is when I went to the all white school. No, no, he's no, been through enough. Yeah, he's right. been through enough. Let's not make nah, fun of his trust name. Trust me, we go to all white high school. school we go to all white high school. Them, them white boys be doing some weird Yo, shit. We y'all really gotta stop acting like we didn't watch some type of crazy movie in the nineties and early two thousands. Like, I'll be real. I was on lockdown, so I couldn't really see. I much. was on lockdown too. Like my parents, my, my father didn't just say, "Hey, you can watch lockdown," but the shit was on TV, and I'm watching the shit we had. Kids. Everything, everything. Yeah. I mean, I was in. No one I was, was on, I was on so super. Every, everything we watch, we watch with our parents, and they nah, like I, was, I saw um, Boogie Nights with my parents. Nah, Whoa, that's a while. Which Boogie Nights? The, the new one, the, like the one that came out. And um, they didn't make it. They made a new one. No, I'm saying that's there's the not original a, Boogie Nights with Mark Wahlberg. Oh, that thought that's the original one. I thought it was a, like one back in the '70s or some shit. Okay. Yeah, nigga, with Mark. What are you talking about? My bad. I'm sorry. This, this class is all got me fucked. I'm sorry. Just forgive me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something got you fucked. Whoa. Yo, I, can, is it Marco? Where are you went already, man? What the fuck? You I didn't about? say anything yet. What are you talking about? Yo, right, God, stop drinking, dog. Yeah, stop. you gotta cut it out, up, right? So yeah, yeah. Tell me. The I don't want you loosen anything, bro. Nah, <laughs> I the, the weirdest thing, the weirdest thing, <laughs> the weirdest thing I ever saw in the movie was uh, Terrence Howard's dick. 
and uh, get rich or die trying. Jesus Christ. You uh, don't see his dick. Got a Woody off of that. I found it funny. I think it's the funniest dick in the world uh, because that shit is small. It's like the fact that he was brave enough to go up there with a little penis and was like, put this shit on camera for everybody in the world to see is very brave. But it's also hilarious. Like you have, if you never seen a fight scene and get Richard die trying when they in the shower, and like these niggas is slipping on the floor, and he just running with his little meat, and it's like, boy, what are you doing? And then you just like, nah, that can't be. You actually, you actually see it? I don't remember. I don't remember seeing them. I just it's, remember. Yo, like I like so like as soon as Fifty starts fighting, and they start jumping him, Terrence Hart go, "What's going on, man?" And he runs in, and you're like, whoa, this nigga's little dick is out. But it's know. so it was so funny to me because it's like. Bro, you can't be that brave. Like nothing in this world prepares me for you to see me at two centimeters. Like that's just not happening. I don't care how big my dick get. Once we about to have sex, you're not about to see my shit at two centimeters. Don't even, <laughs> never. You know, I only saw like half an hour of that. Get Richard die trying. I don't know why those movies doesn't appeal to me. Them shit is kind of like whatever. Why? How do you think when a man makes you feel? He saw, he saw half no. an hour. Of that no, fight scene, no, no, I just, I just find like you can't be running the jail fight I, scene. I'm just tired of seeing those same old movies. So I'm like, yeah, no, no. come on, man. It becomes corny. Like, uh, I've seen, oh, seen one. You've seen them, damn near all of them. But then you watch Human Centipede when they're shitting in each other's eyes. I've never seen that shit. I, so listen, it ain't like I knew the. Wait, 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 wait. You said we, this was about a movie that you've seen. You've never seen Human Centipede. No, no, no. I said I, no, 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 no. What I'm saying is that I've never, I've never I'm seen confused. a movie like that until I saw it. Like I've seen hood movies all the time, but I've never seen a movie where someone actually captures someone and sew them together. They lips to people's asses and shit. It was something that was just like someone just told me about, and I didn't believe him, and I watched it. It was weird. That was it. You trying to tell mm-hmm. me that you wouldn't be at the head of that line? Like I ain't trying to be ahead of nothing, I, son. I probably off myself. <laughs> I mean, if I had anywhere to be, it'd be at the head. Son, you you literally going to die with human feces, and you got somebody... Nah. Not in my mouth. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think all of them died, right? I'm going to die. I ain't seen the movie. You ain't seen I'm the movie? I'm not nasty. Uh, all right, you ain't nasty, but you watching Terrence Howard's penis. Wiggle in the fucking shower. Have you, you seen Terrence Howard's dick? It's hilarious. No, I haven't. No, okay, it's, all right. I think... It's absolutely hilarious. No, hey, Michael, let's, 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 let's get into it, bro. Jesus. Wow, yeah, yeah, because I don't want to have a whole conversation about that, so... Tech, Tech was on his phone looking it up right now. That's why he ain't responding immediately. Oh, he was. He was like, hey, Mike, hey, Mike. Tech, Tech was putting up his phone. You the reflection in glasses, you know what I mean? You can see okay, the reflection so, in glasses. So, so. All right, so we had all the jokes. We got all the, you know, we were laughing and having fun and stuff like that. But the first topic... Is something that's going to be heavy. Once again, you know, the same situation that we've been complaining about for years has happened again. We have another unarmed black man named Jacob Blake. He was shot seven times in his back by a police officer in front of his three children. He was just trying to get into a car. And this cop, I get, like, we've, we truly don't know the full story. What's been said out there is that basically that he was breaking up a fight and the cops were called. And for some reason, it went from whoever was fighting to the cops dealing with Jacob. I mean, you know, Jacob Blake. And from the video that we saw, somebody that lived across the street just started to, like, film the whole situation. And you can see Jacob Blake. He walks around the front of his car. He's not, you know, engaging with the cops at all. I guess they were, like, calling for him or whatever. And he made an attempt to get in the driver's seat of his car. And when he opened his door and went to get in, 
the cop grabs him by the back of his jerk, like his shirt, and then all of a sudden just starts shooting seven times. And we don't know what's going on. We don't know why he shot him like that. But it's just, once again, another unarmed black man that was not trying to, it didn't look like he was harming the cops at all, is shot again. What do you guys think about that? Well, um, it's disturbing. And I'm just thankful that the brother is alive. But I am disappointed that he's paralyzed from the waist down. Um, after watching that video, like over and over and over, because I've seen it on people's timeline repeatedly, it would, it kind of just like made me fucking kind of almost break down, almost cry because for you to shoot someone seven times, you were trying to kill him. Like you wasn't trying to like to shoot somebody once behind their back. That should be like, Hey, that's it. But to shoot him seven times, you were literally trying to kill him. And you see his family members or whoever was in the street screaming, crying, going crazy. And they looked at them like it was nothing. They shot the man seven times behind his back for no apparent reason from walking away. Like one of the, um, somebody said that they could have subdued him in a, in a better way, but to shoot him while he gets to his car, I don't give a fuck if you assume that he was getting going in his car to get a gun or anything like that. The man ain't do nothing. He just went, he just wanted to leave the situation and go into his car. He had his kids in the car and you shot the man seven fucking times in the back. It makes me wonder like, yo, like me as a black man, all like that's why whenever I get pulled over by any cops, I make sure that I have everything pulled out. I have my hand on the wheel and I make sure even if I know I'm in the right, I don't talk back because I'm just going to just say, hey, you know what? I'm going to fight this in the courts because I don't want no officers to ever feel some type of way to feel like they need to put their hand on their gun to shoot me. That's why it sucks that being a black man in America that we have to go through this. And most people out here don't see it. They always seem, oh, you got to apply with the law. You got to do this. I'm like, motherfucker, be, if you ask any person that's not black or African descent, would you step, would you want to be in the, be in the shoes of a black person in, for a day? They would tell you, hell fucking no, because they know the consequences with the skin that we have. So it sucks. And I mean, this this is just it's just terrifying to see that this shit is still happening and officers are still being um, by Republicans and all these. The president is still being applauded for the jobs they're doing, but yet they don't mandate the people that's actually killing people for no apparent reason. It's no just reason to shoot someone seven times, not even once when they apply, when they are not in, they, when they're not doing anything wrong. That's my thoughts on it. man. I had um. Go ahead. Yeah, man, go ahead. Uh, I had um I had a talk uh with a friend, a very close friend, somebody I'd known over ten years. They're a police officer, a New York City police officer at that. Uh they were having obviously troubled times with everything that's been happening, um, with dealing with their own issues. Um, they're multiracial. Uh and they're trying to convince me they have posted about it. Normally not and, I, and they have a lot of right wing uh, thoughts and generally, I just don't respond to it because at the end of the day, that's my boy. I may not agree with you, but I respect you because you're my boy. I honestly respect anybody's ideas, but they're not the same as mine. They're not the same as mine. They don't matter to me. Uh, but this time, I actually had to say something because he posted up a, a a a picture that he got from somebody else's Facebook and it's some some dude named something the cop. He's obviously a police officer, and the post had a circle around Jacob's hand where it looked like he was holding something and they tried to say that that was a knife. Even though every record that goes about it said that there was no weapon found at the scene. Right? So, right. so I'm like, bro, you can't be serious with this bullshit. Probably his like, keys in his hand. 
he's like, oh, look, look at the link. I go to the link for that cop's page. And they're like, oh, they're saying that he had warrants. He wasn't supposed to be over there. He had a knife. That when the person called, they called about him having a knife. I was like, none of that was said by anybody else other than this one cop on this Facebook page. I literally have not heard any other news outlet say that this man had a knife, had any warrants or anything like that of him not supposed to be over there. But, so but, I go even, if, but even if he had a warrant, seven shots to the back? Yeah. That, so my biggest thing is this, right? I don't know what it's like to be a police officer, but I do understand that that is not part of their training. For, for you, if you felt like your life is in danger, you're pulling him and shooting him at the same time. There's no way that you feel like your life is in danger. You're not supposed to be grabbing him and shooting with one hand. The way that you're taught to shoot is two hands on your gun, right? The fact that you have one hand out extended, pulling him out, and then firing off with the other is absolutely atrocious. And the biggest thing that bothers me is this. If you signed up to be a police officer, knowing what that entails about your daily life, you're going to be, your life is going to be on the line daily because it involves fighting crime and dealing with people who are doing wrongdoing. Sorry that the society is that way, but it has been that way for years. This is not a new thing. People are not just now getting into the idea of violence being a part of not just America, but this world. You signed up to be a part of that. You're supposed to be trained to react to these situations. Shooting somebody because you assume that they're going to get a weapon goes completely against what your training is. I feared for my life. Again, I'm not a police officer. I don't know. But you're supposed to be trained to react to him getting a gun, not to say I am shot him because I thought he was getting a gun. That does not go with what the law is and upholding of any law. You c- you're trying to... You- I get being scared and reacting off it. But if I'm walking down a block and a nigga's like, yeah, I punch niggas in the face and I swing on him because I heard him say that and I thought he might have been talking to me, I would go to jail for assault. So why is it any different? You thought he was going to do something, so you shot him. What is the difference in that? If I react off what I think, I can say that about anything. I could walk past any person and be like, oh, he looked at me for too long, so I got so I thought he was going to try to hurt me, so I, had to, so I had to bust his shit open before he could do me. What's the difference? What it is, what it is that what applies for them don't apply for the public, and that sucks. Yeah, but but see, no one ever asked, no one ever asked these type of questions. Whenever they go to these things, they're like, oh, you fear for your life? Tell me how you. No, what's the difference, my nigga? If I did that to you as a police officer, if I was walking by you and I know that you don't fucking like me, and I sat there and I punched you in your face ahead of time, I'd go to jail for assaulting a police officer, no matter what I felt. So why is it any different for you? And you and should be held at a higher standard because you are a cop. And you're trained for it. Yeah. And the fucking thing, I, yo, fuck. <laughs> this shit get me riled up. The fucked up thing is that this nigga had his three sons in the car. I mean, his three sons, damn, they watched their father die in front of him. A three-year-old, a five-year-old, and an eight-year-old. And when I think about, fuck, man. When I think about shit like that, man, I be having my daughter in the back of the car, and I understand how angry I get when someone is just talking to me in a way where I that it's just really, really disrespectful. I could proceed. I perceive a lot of shit. I got anger issues, and I understand that. But the idea is the same shit with Philando Castile, that you can kill me in front of my kid, or you can try to kill me in front of my kid just because you're afraid of me, because I'm black. And I don't care what nobody says. It's a fear because we are black. It's not a fear of reaching for a weapon because you see how many times... 
our white counterparts go through the same thing and they don't come out on that on this end like this. It's a fear because we're black. And that you would kill me in front of my kid based solely off the color of my skin is fucking ridiculous, son. There's no way that these cops didn't show up and know that there was three kids in the back of that car. It's crazy. Now, what if you'd have killed my kid? Yeah. Yeah, and, now, and now those kids are going to grow up having the same fear for cops that, you know, black people have had for years. Because they have, like, this is what they've seen. They've actually seen someone try to kill their hero. They might need therapy, man. They might need therapy. Of course. Famous, famous. What do you think, man? Um, So I was talking about this with my wife, and she she said this to me, and it kind of, like, hit me, like, sideways. But the fact that a cop felt confident enough to shoot an unarmed person seven times after seeing the last three and a half months of protests is really telling you, like, how you know, what we need to know about the cops that we have, right? And when my wife said that to me, and I was like, yo, that's, you're right. Like, it's three and a half months of protests. They don't give a fuck. Yo, it's literally the fact that we are at a point now that we're protesting because police violence. In my eyes, right, like the way I look at everything, like these white people always say, they're, they're, they're saying it all the time. Black people are going to take over the world. It's popular to be black. Everything is being black. So at this point, as a cop, you should realize, like, yo, if I do anything to this black guy, I probably can lose my job. That should be the logic. Just, just, and 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 it's, and I'm not even saying that's a right level of logic you should have, but that should be a logic that you can have to at least think, like, I'm not gonna do nothing stupid. The my issue with that whole shit. Granted, I know what it feels like to be mad. I know, I know what it feels like to have cops yelling in your face and shit, and you just gonna walk away and you just fuck them, say fuck all this, right? So I, I get it. He's walking away while you're trying to give him an order. Fine, right? He shouldn't have walked away. Just sit there, deal with it. Your three kids is in the car. But the fact that a, a, an arrest should not lead to a, an attempted murder. Like you're just a, just arrest just arrest him. You as he's walking around the car, tackle him to the floor. I would be fine if you tackle him. Put him in handcuffs. That's that's fine, right? Tackle him. You can subdue him. In many different ways. There's multiple times where this can happen. He gets in the car. Fine. He gets in the car. Shoot the tires. Stand in front of the cars. Give him a re give them give yourself a reason that you that you have to, to shoot. I think the problem with these fucking cops, and it, it really pisses me off. And I'm and honestly, yo, black people and white people, you really need to cut this bullshit out of calling the fucking cops just when you're fucking uncomfortable. Like you call the cops when it's a, a serious reason. If people are fighting, let them fucking fight. It is what it is. Bro, they call the cops because they know that the outcome is always gonna go in their favor. That's Which why is, they call the cops. That's the fucking problem. That shit pisses me the fuck off when I see that these people call these cops. Like you call the cop, the cop pulls up, they're gonna pull up like Billy Badass, like, oh, I'm the I'm this figure. No one's gonna listen. Now now we're at a time where people are not really fucking with cops. They're not gonna listen to a cop. And then this shit happens, and then we're we're questioning, like, yo, what the fuck? How could this happen? We really that we really gotta stop dealing with this shit because these fucking cops are ridiculous. And I said this before couple weeks ago like no funny shit like these cops are playing with fucking fire it's going to get to a point that people are going to attack cops no one's gonna listen to or respect the cop and any cop I've, I, and just like is I, uh, I have friends on my on my timeline that's saying right wing shit and I'm looking at these people like 
you know I know you, right? Like, what if I was one of those people where, like, I want to come at you. I want to fight you. I want to fuck you up. Because I'm thinking in the logic of white people. White people want to go around and hurt, kill, do whatever to black people. They don't get any, they get no form of justice. We get no form of justice for that. And then they justify it. But the moment that I argue with a cop or do something, I have to worry about possibly getting shot. Like I, I can't do anything. I, I like this. It's constraining to be black in fucking America now, and and that's the thing that it pisses me off now. Like even me being a parent now. Granted, my daughter is young, but I'm I'm over here thinking like, yo, I can't go out and say or do certain things because it might just happen that I might not come home tonight. Like and I, and that's that the fact that that's a real thing that I can say I might not come home tonight, not because I'm going to get robbed on the street and someone shot me, but because I might get pulled over driving a car. That's too nice. And a cop might in the mood that the cop might be in could be the end of my life. Like every time I get in my car, like we all make jokes. Yeah. I'm into cars, whatever. And Oh, I have this nice car, whatever it is. But usually I'm not even playing. When I drive past the cop in my car and my car revs up too loud, I'm staring at the fucking rearview mirror to see if they're going to turn around and pull me over. And it has happened. Crazy. Like I've, I've I've literally seen a cop turn around, come pull me over, and uh, like I sat there tense, and it really they just wanted to tell me like, oh, you know, they they gave me a in that instance they gave me a compliment, like, oh man, I just you know I just really want to. But then I'm I told the cop I was like, yo, the way you came down on me, I like I didn't know what the fucking think. Like I brought turn off the car, put the fucking keys on the roof. Like yo, I don't. Why do I have to do that? Then when you got there's a video I saw of this guy running at cops with a fucking knife. And then they're just like, get down, down on the ground. What are you, yeah, are you yeah. it's crazy because I actually posted a video like that where a guy was going at a, a female cop. He literally was threatening her, saying that he's going to cut her throat. And she still ended up shooting him, but she shot him one time to disarm him. And that man is still alive. That's it. But a man getting in his car with his kids gets shot in the back seven fucking times. And what I don't understand, my father's in the army and I, my father's told me this all the time. In the army, they don't train to kill. They train to subdue, right? You're not trained to just kill people. If someone comes at you, or someone in the army, and the Marines, or the SEALs, whatever they are, you know, their their first goal is to see how they can control the situation. The army is not regularly needed. Yes, granted, we're in a war right now, blah, blah, blah. Like, I understand that. But on a regular basis, a lot of people, a lot of army uh, soldiers are at, at base, Police officers are on the grind every day. So you should be getting the type of training that, because you're dealing with this on a regular basis, you should be able to train and learn how to subdue. Why are we putting all this money into the army and shit like that, but we're not training the fucking police officers to do the same thing? You're going in the hood. At some point, you you have to see, like, okay, black and white. If you kill black and white, why are so many cops killing people? This is ridiculous. There's no reason. What, the cop killed him because what? Oh, he was aggressive. Because he was aggressive? What do you mean? Like, he said, if you tell me I go to a club and I'm drunk, oh man, he was aggressive. I got to shoot him. We could just be like, yo, I had liquor in my system. If you just told me, shut the fuck up and get on the ground, it would have been perfectly fine. But no, the first thing I've seen cops come pull me over in the car, and the first thing to do is unbuckle their gun. For what? What the fuck are you unbuckling your gun for? Thinking, uh, man, that, that, that situation. Seven shots to the back to some nigga to go in the fucking car, man. Like that. I don't give a fuck if he had a gun. I don't care. That nigga could have pulled out a fucking rocket launcher. You could have stopped him before getting in that car. You do not have seven shots to a guy that's in the car. After the first shot, you don't even got to move. Like, even with the Philando Castillo, how many times did you shoot him? Once, right? Once or twice? I, I, I shot him like three, four times. Okay, three, four times. Uh, for a man that said, I have a gun. 
right? He said, I have a gun. This person walked. You shot him in the back. That first shot, instantly, the, because he does not see it coming. That instant shot is going to put him in shock. So you can literally shot him once, pull him out, right off rip. What what is he gonna do? It's like it's, how many cops are y'all? Like that, uh, man. I don't fuck that shit, man. I, I I'm I'm tired of these fucking cops, man. This shit yeah, is so it's, it's all bullshit, man. It's really really difficult, man. And to make matters worse, you would think, oh my god, somebody got shot seven times, and oh my god, this guy is he's, he's probably paralyzed. He's traumatized. His children are traumatized. His family, everybody that was around is traumatized. So people started to protest as they always do, and as they should have the right to, and Unfortunately, something else happened a couple of nights later. So there was three people shot at a protest because of what happened to Jacob Blake. Two people have died and the other person lost their arm. The killer is a 17-year-old kid named Kyle Rittenhouse. 17. This kid is 17 years old. He didn't live in that area at all. He actually drove to that area because he wanted to be part of a militia that he saw on Facebook to protect property and he went out there with an with an ar-15 was it an ar-15 AR he went out there with an ar-15 to protect property that's not his in a place that he does not live that he doesn't even know who this shit belongs to ended up shooting one guy shot him in the head that guy unfortunately has passed away and when he was running away people like hey you can't just kill somebody and run away so they started to chase after him this guy turns around. Yeah, people started to beat on him and stuff because he's running. He has a fucking gun. He turns around and just starts shooting into the crowd. Shoots another man in the stomach and then shoots another man in the arm. And that guy that got shot in his arm, supposedly he actually had to get his arm amputated. And he's the one person that actually lived. So something that this stupid ass cop did has actually impacted one man where he's paralyzed. Two other men lost their lives. And now another man has lost his arm. All because of this craziness. And the thing that really, really is like kind of shocking is that the two people that died and the one person that lost their arm, they were white. So this is one white guy shooting other white people over what happened to a black guy. What do you guys think about that? When I was um when I was a kid, you know, I obviously I, I grew up in foster care and all that, but there was a time when I did live with my parents and the time where I got to come back home to live with my parents. My father uh, obviously, he's a black man from, he's from Harlem, New York, born in 1953. So he's going through a lot of things that, um, you know, had shaped his views on the world and its inhabitants. You know, when you're born in 1953 in America, it's a, it's a different story for a lot of people, especially as a black man. And he would tell us all the time, you know, my father was definitely anti-cop all the way. He didn't give a fuck when nobody can gonna convince him otherwise. Um, I would say he was anti-white as well. And he kind of preached that to us, not with the intent on us growing up to be anti-white and be racist or, you know, have hatred in our heart. He didn't want that, but he always wanted us to be aware of our surroundings and aware of the situation that we're in being black men and black women in the United States. And I know a lot of people save that for the South and act like it's so different in the South and in the Midwest, but it's not. And one of the things, you know, my father's already passed away a couple for, for several years now. And one of the things that I miss the most about those conversations, and I really wish I had the opportunity to, which is weird because you don't want to wish that, it's just to tell him that he was right. 
I used to take it as like the ramblings of an old man because that's what it was. You know, we grew up, we didn't have that type of thing. We didn't have that energy with us because we were kids. We didn't see it like that. You know, the people we played around with, we played around when we, we, we had fun. It was, I didn't start actually seeing white people my age until I got to high school, but it was still chill. And, you know, it's, it's just so crazy to me that, you know, now at 33 years of age, I'm looking back to when I was 10, 23 years ago, 11, 12. I'm like, damn, yo, this nigga was right. He was right back then. I feel like I'm tired of it and I'm only 33 years old. You know, what do we, what do, we do about our, our parents and our grandparents that are still seeing this shit? And it's just, just there's no end to it. And it's just, it's so heartbreaking that we're not seeing any changes. We got a couple more allies, sure. But it looked like that hatred side growing like a motherfucker too. Yeah, yeah, but but like the the main reason why I brought up those two situations is basically how one man was getting into a car with his kids and got shot seven times, and another man had just killed two people and really wounded another one, and he was able to walk right past police and he got arrested and he's alive and well with no issues. And they be so full, they, they be so full of shit because look at look at little Tamir Rice. They thought that's a grown ass man. He's twelve years old. They shot him in less than 0.2 seconds on arriving on the scene. You know that that's less time than they actually had to get out and say, "Hey, drop the gun." They shot him before they even can say that, and it was a toy gun. They shot him before giving him a command. That if you've ever seen that video, Tamir Rice, and then you see this new little motherfucker, and you don't think that something is absolutely wrong with this fucking world. I don't have no words for you. Um, when I seen that, um, I actually found out about that whole situation with the seventeen-year-old kid shooting um, protesters on Twitter. And what was the big thing concerning for me was when um, people are defending him, saying that he was um, self-defense. I'm like in my head, I'm like this motherfucker literally traveled to another fucking part of of that town with gloves on. And he killed someone, and you saying it was self defense? I'm like, that's the most illogical, stupidest shit I ever heard in my life. And so that's know, to me, that's, that's not even how self defense works. I know, I know that, but but what's self defense? I, I know you know, but for anybody listening, self defense can only be carried out when it's met with equal force to what you're being threatened with. Then what you're being threatened with. If I push you, you can push me back. That is self defense. If I push you and you hit me with a bat, it goes from self-defense to assault. You're no longer defending yourself because you have a weapon that is greater than the, than the threat that's coming towards you. That's not how self-defense works. For all the motherfuckers that want to self-defense, you can't say somebody's standing there protesting against some shit you don't like and you shoot them because you were scared. That's not self-defense, my nigga. You got the gun. Yeah, and these, these right-wing motherfuckers are defending him, saying that self-defense... And I'm like, yo, you went there to attempt to kill someone because there's no way in hell you wearing gloves and you traveled all the way with an AR-15. How the fuck you... Yo, if you you literally went to the line of fire to, to know what you was going to do. You knew what you was going to do and you end up killing two people and you're trying to claim self-defense. This is what I always say. And, and I know we said this about maybe like 10 episodes, 12 episodes in. This is white privilege, man. Because damn that. Would any other black person would have got that type of defense from anyone? Self-defense? Self-defense. That's what they come up with. You know what kills me about this racism town? I understand racism. Racist people don't like black people because the the color of their skin and stuff like that. But to sit there and to see with your own eyes, to say 
someone that you know so hardly kills someone, you're going to call it self-defense? It's beyond... It's just I just don't understand some people nowadays because I don't give a fuck if I hate you or dislike you. I don't have that much hate in my heart to see something and to say that is... To, to say something that I see with my own eyes, to say that is the opposite of what I'm seeing with my own eyes by saying that someone, I've seen someone kill you, but I'm going to say, no, I didn't see someone kill you. This is what these white people, some of these racist white people do. Not all white people are racist, but some of these white people that have a defense for this motherfucker or even say, but if you, if anyone that has a, a, but when it, when it comes to this motherfucker, you are part of the problem. Like you should, it should be no fucking butts or, you know, the R or whatever. This motherfucker went out there to kill and off because of his emotions of hate. This is ridiculous, man. And I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's going to get better or or worse, but I do pray that people see this shit and realize this is not the answer. Like, and I hope and I pray that and I pray every day, man, like before I go to sleep and I I really hope that people can change because when I decide to have children, I wouldn't want my ch- my children to fear of their life, you know, or see have my kids see me get killed be over some stupid shit. But it is, man. Whatever. Famous, what you think, man? My problems, and uh, I, there's conflicting reports on this, but there's a, a majority of reports that said that, like, he crossed the the the, the police line with the AR-15 on his back. Like, they seen him cross. Like, I, I read something like that along that nature. And in my mind, I don't care. Like, just to go with what Gus says, right? I don't care. You don't have to like me because I'm black, right? You don't. You don't have to like me because someone's Asian or Indian or something like that. But you have to understand logical right from wrong, right? Like you, you have to. Like even as as bullshit as like Trump and shit is, right? They're in, and you know they're trying to spin it for their campaign, but they had to say outright what happened with George Floyd was wrong, right? Like you, you, you couldn't. There's nothing you could say to justify this. A 17-year-old kid, right? And you look at him, you know he's 17. You see this kid walk through and going through a protest. At what point do you sit there and say, like, oh yeah, he has an AR-15, he's fine. You don't think at some you don't look at that and say, like, that's a little weird that a young kid pulled up to a protest with a gun on him. At the very least, one cop should have followed him. Should have followed him and just said, like, j- just to be sure. Make sure that he doesn't do anything. Because he has, he's walking around with an AR-15. And and my problem with, like, this situation is, if it were me, like, like if, if I was there, I would want to kill that kid. I, 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 I To me, when I saw the video of them jumping him and shit like that, you could see that the, the people that was kind of jumping on him was a little scared. I think I would have ran at him full force. Like, I would want that kid. That, that kid deserves to die. I don't, I, and as really fucked up as it sounds. He should not live past today, right? He should die. Like I, uh, I, I'm, I'm tired of being remorseful to certain shit. This is fucking ridiculous. You had a, uh, this is just like the same shit with the, the, the that fucking little kid that went to church and killed nine people. Like mm-hmm. Dylan Roof, Dylan Roof. Like these, this is the shit that, that like it's starting. Like this is you got you get. I'm, I'm at a loss for words, and that doesn't happen often. But like, it's like you got to stir shit up now because this is fucking ridiculous. How can you sit there, openly look at the video like he's shooting? What what self defense? He has a fucking automatic rifle. And and in that video, there was a moment. Okay, yeah, the guy tackled him, or whatever, and he was shooting and stuff like that. But people, once he started shooting, 
People were running away. And you're still and shooting. shooting. And you're still shooting. That's the, that's domestic terrorism. Like, I don't... I, I, and the, the, the problem is going to be, yeah, he's charged for a homicide. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. I know... I, like, I could see it. It's going to be some bullshit. He's probably only going to get, like, 20 years in prison. And it's going to look like... The minor. What? You get yeah, 20 gonna, years? Man, please. They're going to probably get that man for seven... Um, good behavior or some bullshit. Like, come on, man. And 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 that's the bullshit, right? I could go to jail for ten years for walking around with too much weed in my pocket. This motherfucker could walk around with an AR-15 in a protest. Like, I don't care. All right, cops, you don't have to agree. Your job is not to agree with that protest. Your job is to make sure that this protest stays peaceful. It's a peaceful protest. Why the fuck you got a kid walking in there with a fucking AR-15? What for? What? Why the fuck is this kid walking through there? That doesn't make sense. Like I, I, a seventeen-year-old kid—that's the thing that bothers me the most you, about like this. Like you story. said, you can look at him. You see that he's young. He's Nobody young. wants to ask this guy. Like, can I see your ID? Why the yeah. fuck do you have this heavy artillery on you? What? You know, what I, mean? I gotta say, if he had like a pistol, you know, you just carrying his chest, and you, there's no way you could tell. He had this shit on his back. Like this nigga thinking this is Grand Theft Auto. Like these these fucking kids. I'm gonna walk into a protest. Oh, and I think they say he's a heavy Blue Lives Matter. Uh, support supporters. Uh, like he was in a lot of um, back the blue groups. So that's yeah, like back the blue group. And there was a there was another thing that said that the the police say said thank you for protect trying to protect. Is blue uh, life a color or skin color or something? So what the yo, fuck is th- th- this blue lives matter shit? Like I, nobody's I, out there killing cops. No one's no, killing no, cops. Killing cops. The, the thing is, there are some people killing cops. No, 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 that does not mean that you have full reign to start lighting up on niggas just because you feel scared or some situation like that. I, that, I, 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 I don't feel sorry for shit like that. If a cop dies because he went into a, situ- a, a, a drug house, you chose, you chose that-, that job. You went into a drug house with niggas that you know you got guns. That's your job. I'm sorry. I, and rest in peace to the good cops. I'm not saying all cops are bad. But that's your job. Right, so when I sit there and say blue lives matter, what blue lives? No, black people are not coming here telling you, hey, we want to kill all all fucking cops. The fact that okay, let's even go a little bit crazy, right? The fact that there's a group called KKK that still walks around in today's fucking age and can openly kill black people, and no one says a word. But the moment we want to protest fucking cops, it's a fucking issue. Are you kidding me right now? What the fuck? Arkansas is considered the, the most racist state on the planet because that's where the headquarters is. And they can openly pull up to a fucking Trump rally and do anything they want. But if we protest because we don't want you killing our people who are not doing anything wrong, I must sit here and say that I'm un-American because I don't support blue lives? A nigga. Get the, the fuck the, out of here, the, man. The KKK wears nah. actual Nazi propaganda, which is the most anti-American thing in the world. And, they, stupid, and they're man. still deemed, as the 45th president would say, good people. And, and they, they're, a domestic, they're a domestic terrorist group. They have been hurting, killing black and brown people, and even Jewish people, 
for decades. Not for a little while, for decades. You know why he does it? Because he want to cater to his base that's it's voting not even for that, my nigga. The fact that no president, even Obama, has not labeled them a domestic terrorist group, has not made it known that these are, dom- these are domestic terrorists. And no one has stopped them. No one said anything yet. Because they, they all know they, what? you know why they ain't stopped because they all in politics they all around they 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 got supporters in the fucking the, in in the majority of the fucking country so but you know what? what the problem is the moment black people come to fucking together and we bring the, we form the Black Panthers now we're domestic terrorists yeah, we're now terrorists. we need to end that wasn't, shit what, now we need to stop that wasn't, I'm, uh, I'm sorry Gus yo the I, I'm on this Malcolm X type of mindset bro we need to radicalize this shit now like we really need to be at a point like. Okay, if you're going to kill us and you want to be that aggressive, fine, right? We need to form the Black Panthers again. We need to have that power struggle group that, yo, when shit happen, they pull up. The NAACP, cool, it's great. But at the end of the day, there's politics that goes involved and there's only so much that they can do. And I understand that. So we need that vigilante group that, okay. Taking no shit. People that show up no shit. We could show up to yeah, you want to you want to go to a protest? All right, cops, you can stand on this side. The Black Panthers or whatever group we call it, we will not shoot, but we're gonna make sure that our black people are protected. But that's what we need to start doing now, because this shit is getting ridiculous now, man. And then I, there's an excuse every other day for some bullshit. I can't deal with that, man. Wasn't Reagan the one that made it gun um gun reform or something like that when the Black Panthers came together with guns, non nonviolent, just came up up to the house? Probably. And- and he, he made a law for gun control as soon as he saw black people aligned. But, but how did that gun control work then? Because if the Black Panthers were peacefully holding their guns, no, they, they showed were. up. Like, yeah, and they, now I think black right. people they show up with their guns and it's not an issue. They can go yeah. and take over a fucking government building with all their guns and nobody says anything to them. Yeah, because I'm, I'm, I, I think I'm correct. Well, I think so. But I think Reagan did start off had gun control because of the Black Panthers aligned and peacefully approached to the um the Senate or whatever the House. And Reagan decided to, you know what, we have to have this a law for this shit. But it's yo, and and what I want, like, I don't want people to think that, like, I believe that black people need to take over the United States. No, I just, said, huh? Why are you saying that? Yeah. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm on. Like, I, I just want nobody. None of no black people are saying that. Okay. Oh, okay. No. Like, I want people to understand. It's just we have to get to a point that, like, even at a protest which is a legal function, like you're protesting the unarmed killing and the unjust killing of someone. You're protesting just to actually reform. You're not even safe at that point. Like the reason we need to do something to let these people know, like, listen, you're not going to just walk on any race, like any race or religion or whatever, just because you don't like them. I, not to sound fucked up, but how many times you hear crazy shit happen to Jewish people? How many times you get crazy shit happen to Asian people? Because they, you can't just walk into their territory and do, just do shit like that. But then they could just come into black territory and then, oh my God, I could go kill this one person. I'm not going to have nothing happen to me. I'm not going to go to jail. I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to have death duty with the same salary. That's because they, they got the backing to do it. They got the financial backing to do it. You got to remember, after the Holocaust, they all got a little bit of bread for that bullshit that they went through. That's, that's what we did. Was get to, but even the fact that we still have conversations around reparations... Is ridiculous. We've given money to everybody to help pull them back up. Except <sighs> us. We got to pull ourselves back up. Oh, it's tough. Pull yourself by your bootstraps. You'll get there. You keep on working harder. I, well, I got to work five times harder to be treated as equal as you. And I'm not much like you. I know we're about to switch topics, whatever. I'm not with the 
I'm not saying we need to dominate. I I care for equality. I care for everybody. But honestly, niggas are gonna start getting punched in their fucking face regularly. If it don't start going, if it don't get worse than that, and you know what it is when the, the people that's always talking about oh it's gonna be a race war are the motherfuckers with the guns waiting for the race war. We don't want that. Yeah, but you're are. not about to sit here and try to break my fucking spirit, my nigga. You're not gonna sit here and just keep killing my people. Yeah, and, and to, to end the whole thing off, like what I said earlier, the thing about what Kyle, the fact that he killed two white people and injured another white person, and people are still taking up for him because those people were protesting for what happened to a black person, literally shows that they don't give a fuck. They, it's not even about killing black people. It's anybody that supports black people, they're against them too. Like those are domestic terrorists. They don't give a fuck about nothing but their people. And that shit is fucking crazy. And you it needs it. to stop. You're not even black. Why are you? Shut the fuck up. Suck a dick. Yeah. So this, this topic doesn't deserve a you're or nah. We, we, we all know how we feel about this shit. It's just, it's just, it's, it's tiring every single, you know, every couple of weeks we have to have these tough conversations, but we're going to keep on having them. And hopefully, you know, something will change because it's, it's, it's just a lot. So. Let's move on. Well, the next topic isn't much lighter, but, you know, it's it's not as heavy as, you know, so many people being impacted and dying and, and getting shot. This one, only one person got shot and she's fine. But um, we're going to talk about Megan Thee Stallion. Megan finally did it. She came out and she was like, yo, Tory Lane shot me. She actually came out and said it. The reason why she felt she needed to say it is because supposedly on the back end, it seems like people from Tory's camp are going to different blogs and trying to spin stories and stuff like that, trying to make it seem like maybe Megan caused this on herself or maybe someone else in that car actually is the one that shot her. At the end of the day, Megan is a person that got out of a car, was walking away and got shot at. And ever since she came out and said that it was Tory, like some people are actually calling her a snitch and trying to tear down her name. And I, I just, I don't understand where that whole logic is coming from. She is a civilian that had a crime done against her. The thing that's so crazy is all three of the other people that was in that car got arrested. They went to jail. She went to the hospital. At the end of the day, the person that did not go to jail should not be held accountable for anything. So, guys, tell me, what do you guys think about what's going on with this whole thing? It just keeps getting weirder and weirder. Well, there's so many fucking conflicting reports on this shit. It's driving me crazy. But um, I want to thank my brothers, Israel. And Randy for letting me know because I had to think about it because I had a whole different type of mindset on the whole situation where I needed more details and more information before I took the side of Megan, which is unfair to her because you're the victim that got shot by a man. You shouldn't no no one should be pulling out a gun on you unless it's self defense. And and Megan said he shot her, and I just for the life of me I just don't know why the fuck she she waited this long to drop a name. Because I don't give a damn. Me personally, if someone shot me, I don't give a fuck how loyal I am to you. I'm, I'm gonna either fuck you up or I'm gonna report you to the police officers. And yo, yo, her- yo, Gus, maybe Megan is just unfortunately a good person. She's like, look, I'm okay. That's I, good. I didn't, get, I didn't get hurt too much. I just want to let this shit go. And she didn't want to say anything in public. And now they're trying to fucking tear her down and making it seem like because she didn't say anything, she did something wrong. But okay, the thing about no, I understand yeah. that she probably is a good person, but that's your career. Your legs, your twerking legs, whatever you want to do, is your career. You making money off of your legs. 
She's not him, making money off of twerking. Well, not twerking, but I mean, like, she's... Don't, don't, she, look, she, I agree with what you're saying, but that, that's going to come off borderline sexist. That's no, 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 no. I'm, well, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not trying to... Not she's, no, no. she's a rapper. She's no, no, a rapper. No, she, no she's, she's a rapper that she can rap, but I'm saying she dances a lot, too. So that's yeah, how she could drop music. music. No, no, but that she dropped music, but majority, like, when you see her videos and people, people are entertained by her video, her dancing and shit. So I'm saying... She does dare dances. No, no, but... I'm, what I'm saying, listen, so you tell me the woman's legs is not part of her business, like yeah, part, of her, part of part of part of. I'm not trying to make that sexist out of it, but I'm just trying to say, bag, but her bag will forever be secured because she doesn't. She doesn't have to drop a video for every song. She could literally drop all her music streaming, and people are going to listen to it you, and still get a bag. You, so you that make dance videos, and then she just does what the TikTokers. Do. All right, all right, all right. So, all right, if y'all took it the wrong way, then that's not what my intention was. I was just saying that that's how that's how that was her, her legs. I mean. Whether she does concerts or whatever, you know what I mean. That's her career. So, for him, for him to to literally for her for her to protect him, it just found kind of stupid. But it is what it is, man. But I just hope that he he gets what he deserves because, damn, man, for him to be so quiet makes you really think did he really do it? And you like he yes, he did. He can't she can't say anything. Though. No, he, I uh, mean anyway. I I mean you're right. But tech, what's your? I know you got to be like really affected by this because I know you've been you've been ghostwriting for Meg Thee Stallion for a while. The fuck are you so talking know, about, bro? Oh, you remember we was talking about that. You said no, you, no, you wrote her no, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Right? So me and Tech was on the phone the other day. This nigga hit my ass. No, I never said. Come ah, on, man. Ah. Stop. Tech, like, what are you doing? He's like, yo, I wrote Meg Thee Stallion. I, I, I've never said anything like that. This guy is reaching again. This is a serious topic, man. Stop Ask the David. jokes. Stop with the jokes, man. Is your face fame? Can you please come through with the, you know, his feet hate? What women. do you think about it, man? Because obviously Israel's on, you know, making up shit. I, 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 it, that's it's a fucked up situation. Tory Lanez is corny for it, like corny. And the way I look at it is that if and obviously we, everything is speculations we don't know right well obviously we know that uh, meg said that she shot him but we don't know what what actually happened in the car like what, you know what led to that happening tory lanes if meg's not stopping not talking and you sending your your pr team or whatever to spin a story you sound more guilty and the fact that people are like oh man you know she, she bitches be snitching and shit i'm like okay what do you what do you, you she got shot like, what do you want this? What do you want her to do? And it ain't. And here's the thing, right? When you snitch, there's a benefit. There ain't no benefit to Megan the Stallion snitching. Like, what's the benefit? She already got her own bag. She just dropped a song with Cardi B, which literally is going off the fucking charts right now. What is she benefiting from? Really and truly, Meg the Stallion would have brought up Tory's career. Because Tory, yes, I listened to his music prior, you know, and I, I think he's a good rapper, but he was never going to be any bigger than what he was today. It is what it is. Like you don't think so? That's where he's gonna be. No, he, no, he was never he was, gonna be. I thought, I thought he was on the rise. Because, no, no, I thought he was on the rise because of the whole nah, quarantine nah. radio and his music. I thought he was nah, on the rise because he's independent. Nah. You know, I thought he was on the rise. That's not. That's not. Nah, nah. What independent? Name. Give, give me. Give, give me some independent artists that are really boom. That's not the mainstream. Independent Chance the rapper. rapper. Chance the rapper. He dropped one album. Childish Gambino. Childish Gambino. Not any bigger than Tory Lanez. Nah. What? No, Charles oh, Gambino is much bigger for his bigger acting than he, 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 he He's much bigger for his acting than he is for his rapping. So give me an independent artist. You know who's you know who it is, right? Because if once Drake contract, what's Drake contract? It's Drake Jones. Jones. 
Jim, like this is what you see, and that's it what was, I'm it, was a, it was a joke. It was a joke, man. Tech, Tech Nine is the highest selling uh, independent rapper of all time. Tech Nine, nigga, I thought it was Little Flip. No, no, no. Hold on, before you go further, yeah. Tech okay. Nine has okay. been around for forever, but literally, he's the highest selling independent okay. rapper. Of all time. Uh, okay, that's fine. He could be the highest selling independent rapper. Fine, uh, gr- that's great. Drake drops one song, and I'll completely outsell him. So this is what I mean. Th- but this is what I mean. Tory Lanez is not going to be any bigger than where he is. He's not. You don't like, think he was? You don't think he was on a rise? Hold on, hold on. I'm, I swear to God, I'm a blues caduceus in this fucking FaceTime and fight Israel with this bullshit ash that he keeps doing. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. Kadeem, I, I, I really, I disagree on, disagree with you on that because he was on a rise. Seriously, because he started on the rise from what quarantine? No, but he was, he was like one of the first people that actually started. Like, um, we're just talking about his music. He got smoked in a battle versus French Montana. No, he didn't. He got. For real? This sounds like crazy. Did he really? Because French yeah. is a terrible rapper. It, it, exactly. He got smoked. So musically, like, he was doing his thing. He got smoked battle in a lyrical battle. No, no, they were playing songs for songs, and French embarrassed him. Like type shit. Yes, embarrassed him. French so, not longer than Tory, nigga. Oh, wait, so, listen, listen, listen. Ah. I get, I'm not saying Tory Lanez is a bad rapper. He is a he's a great rapper. But what I'm the point I'm trying to make is that he's how quarantine radio does not push your career music wise, right? I mean, the versus battle has not made Swiss beats any more money musically. Like, and what I mean, music, like, he, no one's buying his old albums because of verse. Yes, they are. DMX, album, a lot of albums been, um, but Swiss beats actually produce, um, I think two DMX albums, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, right, but, 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 but that, that's DMX. Swiss, so you said quarantine radio, radio who Tory Lanez made quarantine radio should push his career, but that's not happening to Swiss Beats. No one's buying Swiss Beats albums after verses, about after all the verses, and he's the one that's promoting it. So that's like, like, and verses is bigger than quarantine radio, like, it's like it has a contract with Apple. So, it's and, like, and when you think about it, the fact that so many more people know Tory Lanez more for quarantine radio than his actual music. Says a lot due to the yeah. fact that quarantine radio just came out. That's what I'm saying. So he, he was not gonna his music. He was gonna he'll drop an album. It'll be a good album. It'll sell like maybe a hundred thousand copies, and that's where it'll be. It's not gonna be a, a platinum. Like, like he's what more were you gonna get out of Tory Lanez? Like I don't understand what y'all looking for this guy. I, I don't listen to Tory Lanez. I mean, so. I, I, I'll be honest with you. I've I've listened to his music and I enjoyed it. Yeah, um, I've enjoyed it. Okay, we're talking. We've enjoyed it. I'm not saying this music is bad. I think he dropped an album this year. Yeah, he dropped. Right? I think Chick Ching tapes or Chick. I only, I only know that T Pain. Gus, take out your phone. Scroll how far down through Apple Music is Tory Lane's album. If it's not in your top three and albums that you're listening to right now, that proves my point. Can we can we take a quick second to even discuss? Like I get the whole Tory Lane's Megan shit. I'm definitely I don't know any Tory Lane's music. It's just it's just not my type of music. But isn't it more stressful and at least like disappointing that there are so many men that are talking shit about Meg Thee Stallion? Yeah. Like mm-hmm. so many fucking niggas that claim that they real men calling her a snitch and like comparing her in her situation. Oh, y'all, y'all, call, y'all talk about 6 9 but ain't nobody saying nothing about Megan. What? There was actually a woman that said some stupid shit like that and I wanted to slap her 6 in the 9 face. actually was committing crimes and snitched. Meg Thee Stallion is a woman, an unarmed woman who got shot by a dude who didn't say anything. 
because she's still hood and respected the hood rules to that. Right, you understand. That was it man. at the end of the day. It was nothing other than the fact that she's from Texas, she's from Houston, and she was like, she understood street rules and was not trying to not trying to snitch on him. But for you, for niggas to sit here and really be like, oh, she a snitch. What? Shit is ridiculous. What? Yeah, I can't be serious. So, like, so yeah, we have to we have to be breeding the most corniest niggas in the world of late. Absolutely. So that, I mean, that's actually a really good segue to the next part of this question. Like, uh, people have been asking what they think about what's going on, you know, with the whole Meg and Tory situation. And there was an interview where somebody asked Lil Boosie what he thought about it. Oh. And Lil Boosie shocked the hell out of me. He did say, like, yo, I fuck with Tory Lanez. I fuck with Megan Stallion. So I'm not going to say anything. And people were killing him because he decided that he didn't want to say anything. Do you guys think that he should have spoke on that? I mean, I, I think he should have spoken on because he doesn't know how to articulate his words. He doesn't know how to say anything because everything that comes out that man's mouth is straight re- ridiculous. All right. So I thought he did the right. He had the right approach and said, you know what? I'm not touching it because that was one of the first times in Boozy um career that he that he hasn't spoken on something that he shouldn't have never been speaking on because he doesn't know how to articulate his words and it's gonna come off wrong and now he's getting killed for not saying nothing. Yo, you damned if you do and you damned if you don't because that is crazy. I thought he did the right thing not speaking on it because I felt that I think that was um the shade room that was interviewing him. I felt they was trying to get a reaction out of him so they can get their views up or whatever and try to embarrass him. Which I have my own point of view on the shade room. You're trying to fuck up with the you're trying to turn your own people into some fucking dollar signs just to make some fucking headlines. But I thought Boozy did the right thing by shutting the fuck up. Don't speak on something that you don't know nothing about. And if you do know something about it, shut the fuck up because you don't know how to talk about that shit. Because we've seen from the previous interviews that this man said, he said some outlandish shit. And I'm surprised that his, his fucking Instagram is still uh, active because I've shut that shit down from the beginning. But yeah, that's my thoughts. Yeah, I think that's really crazy that that whole situation went down like that. Um, so, famous, do you do you have any thoughts on the whole boozy situation? <laughs> I can't stand Lil. Uh, Lil boozy is annoying to me. I don't know why people care about what his opinion is. But yes, he 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 did the right. Uh, he did the right thing. And I, I think that uh, for what he should do, I, I think, how do I say it? Like, I, I think he should just continue. Don't say a word. Continue doing what you're doing. Boosie, you don't got, there's no reason for you to speak on it. It's not your situation. We don't know all the information that happened. So for you, don't, don't start making assumptions and calling her a snitch. And she could be, and she got shot. At the end of the day, the story comes down. Megan the Sun got stopped. She got shot twice. And both at, at. like ugh, fucking hate this nigga, but like she got shot both hit both of her feet. Like it, it, I don't care what <laughs> happened. Imagine if imagine if when she got shot, she's like ah. <laughs> so, ladies, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, the true woman hater that has spoken. Ah. <laughs> yeah, we're trying, we're trying to have a, a serious topic, you know, a serious conversation. But, but yeah, yeah Israel is being funny with the ad libs. Uh, me personally could care less about Boosie's dope process on anything. He's not. He's also another rapper who is just like my nigga. What? Like, like whenever he speaks, that's what. What do you like? Cool. He. I. I hate the over glorification of 
being a ghetto hood nigga. Why we glorify that? Like we all been there, and I get I get some aspects of it morph and and force us into particular lives, and we are products of our environment. But you should want to take what you had and then grow into something more, not continue to be that. And so with the thought processes that people have, uh, just staying there just doesn't make any sense. So I could care less about what Boosie got to say, unless he says at, in which case I'm here for it. Well, this is this is another topic where we don't really need to get into Euro now. We all know how we feel about it. So, you know, just prayers to Megan. Hopefully this thing get, gets all worked out the way it is. Tory Lanez, you are a fucking sucker for shooting at a woman. And I'm always going to say that. And I don't know if the guys agree with me and they're willing to say it, but I'm going to say it. I, fuck, fuck that shit, bro. Well, you better chill, man. Just, I don't know. Yeah. Climb your leg and beat your ass. So, Swiss Beats and Timberland have come up with something incredible called Versus. And. Uh, a while back, after the last versus battle between Two Chains and Rick Ross, they sp- speculated they were going to announce the biggest battle um, that they've had so far, and they said that they were going to do it like the Monday after when you know the Two Chains and Ross battle happened. And two weeks went by, and nobody heard anything. And then finally, out of nowhere, they announced what the next battle is going to be. They said it was going to be a battle that we've been wanting for the past twenty years, and the battle. Is Brandy versus Monica. So that battle is happening on August 31st. Um, these two women have always been pit against each other. And now we're going to see they're not positioning it as a battle. They're positioning it as a celebration. And I think that's the only way that they were able to get both women to agree to it because they don't want to really go against each other because people have been putting them against each other forever. So what do you guys think about the celebration that's happening between Brandy and Monica? Well, the celebration that is happening, this is Gus speaking. Um... It's a one-sided <laughs> battle. If it's about hits, you can't tell me you, you y'all could think of fucking ten fucking Monica hits. Yo, man. shut up. Who man, makes this nigga talk? Yo, nigga, his mic. You man, really gonna sit here and try to convince us that Brandy and Monica don't have hits? I never said Brandy. And Monica? I said Monica. I said Monica. They have hits, but twenty to think of twenty of Monica. My nigga, it's not, it's not just about the hits. Like people well, that's buy what albums. The, yeah, people but that's buy albums the, and they love their music off the albums. That's why you're we, right. But most people know know them for the hits. You can't name twenty freaking hits Gus, on Gus. Gus. Uh, Just because right. you don't listen to this person's music like that, he doesn't hasn't mean learned. they don't have oh. successful music, bro. He I never said learned. that. Uh. Look, 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 a perfect a perfect example. The biggest song that got the most views on YouTube ever was that Despacito song. I don't even know who the fuck sings that, but that shit got over six billion views. Just because you don't listen to it. Does not mean that this person doesn't have hits. I'm, you, uh, can't, you can't you can't just just jump out there and say that, bro. So, so what do you consider a hit? I'm just asking you. Is it your hit? It's, it's not about what I consider, bro. The no, whole no, I'm world saying doesn't revolve around just my opinion and what I think is a hit. I understand that, but as a person that listens to music, I'm a fan of Monica. I think Monica, to, in my opinion, is a better singer than Brandy. I love Woo! Brandy. I love Monica's music more than Brandy's, and I'm happy for them. But I'm as a as a Monica fan that listens to her music, and my mom's plays it. I literally can't even say if it's twenty songs you have to play. Yo. I'll be like lost for like maybe yeah twelve. You you oh, you really gotta try to shit on Brandy like she's. Not I'm not shitting on no one. I just think she's that one Monica is a female vocalist. 
No, I think Whitney she's Houston. A, one she's of the in best top. She's vocals. definitely in top five. What? Well, top five female vocalists. I think fan, I can, fan, I can fan, name five what, right now. We're not going to stay too long on this because we're going to speak on it more once the actual battle happens. But famous, what do you think about this battle? I actually agree with Gus. Oh, they got common sense. Thank God. That ain't the first. Ladies and gentlemen, everyone agree with me once the mic is turned off. They just, but he disagreed on Mike. What are you talking no, about? No, I'm just talking about no. I'm just, no. Oh my God, dude! No one agrees with you ever, my nigga. That's he's the first and only person to ever agree with you. So, so you tell me when the mics are off, you don't be agreeing with me, Israel. You be like, yo, Angus, you were right, but I had to challenge you on that one. Okay, famous. Listen, what this nigga dry stitcher like a girl if I ever heard one. Jesus, and Christ. no one's ever said that. Anyway, so I just really quick. The fact that it said this is the biggest battle that we're gonna That's see. False. They knew damn well they was trying to get like. Drake and Jay-Z or some shit. It didn't go through. That's what they were trying to do. Maybe not Drake and Jay-Z, but they were trying to get some hot heavy hitters. And they had to re- they had to recycle. Yes, Brandy Monaco will be a good battle. It'll be for the culture, just like Jill Scott and um I forgot. Erica Badu. Erica Badu. It's gonna be a good one. They can sing. I will say, yes, it doesn't revolve around me, but I can't think of much songs that Monica dropped. Same thing with Brandy, but I could think, but they do have songs that hit. I know for a fact they have power hitters. It's just if, I'm gonna I'm watch it just to watch it. I'm not like Gus because Gus is just not gonna watch it because he's sexist. I, and I've like, never said it. no shit like that. I'm yeah. gonna watch it. <laughs> no, he's like, he's not gonna watch it. This guy he barely watched the other verses. But anyway, yeah, I just eh, it's whatever. That shit go. That shit go play. And I'm, gonna like, I'm gonna put that shit in the background. Maybe make my listen, listen man. Something. Just just listen to it. You and your wife, man. It's gonna put you in a good mood. It's gonna be a good celebration. I'm happy that we finally got some women to actually celebrate. So we'll definitely talk on it more once it actually happens. And, uh, you know, they keep doing the thing with verses. I respect it. But one thing I want them to stop doing, stop pump faking. If you say that you're going to have a big announcement, make sure that the announcement is set before you go out there and put out a date because they were looking real funny in the light because everybody kept asking them where was the damn battle. So mm-hmm. hopefully we'll see what happens with that. So we're going to get to sports now. Sports, 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 sports. Let's talk about the NBA. <laughs> Why'd you do that, bro? Because <laughs> I just want to get I want to get everybody excited about sports. Fake so the thing that's so crazy is before today, I wanted to talk about oh my god, the NBA playoffs are going great. You know, a bunch of teams from the East got swept, which is crazy. You know, the East is trash like it always is, and we're going to talk about yeah. LeBron and Dame Lillard and Luka Doncic, and then all of a sudden today, like everything just fucking stopped. So. Because what happened, you know, young man getting shot, um, Milwaukee, the Bucks, they are from Wisconsin, where that actually happened. So today, right before their game was supposed to start against Orlando, Orlando went out on the basketball court and they were warming up, and the Milwaukee players never came out of the locker room. Then word came out that they were actually boycotting the game. So, of course, they can't play against Orlando because, you know, who's Orlando going to play if they're boycotting? So Orlando decided, you know what? We're boycotting as well. And then we were thinking like, oh, man, that's crazy. This first game is over, but let's see what's going to happen with Houston and OKC. Then where it came out, that Houston and OKC decided, oh, we're boycotting as well. And then the big game, everybody's like, oh, my God. Okay, well, the big game with LeBron James versus Dame Lillard, but even though Dame Lillard is hurt against Portland, they're like, okay, that game is not going to get canceled because that's the marquee game. And that game got canceled because of a boycott. So what do you guys think is going to happen with this? Like, this is the first time ever in NBA history where games have been boycotted for any reason. Do you guys think that they're just boycotting for one day? Do you guys think 
that they're boycotting and they're going to completely just shut down a bubble. And what do you guys like? Do you guys care that they actually did that? Well, let's give a shout out to Chris Paul and LeBron James for actually being vocal leaders out there, for actually speaking up. Don't give a fuck about the bottom line. It's all about justice because I would give LeBron a lot of slack, but this man is socially aware. He's conscious of what's going on around him, and he's speaking about it. Even though He doesn't care if it costs him a dollar. You know what I mean? But um, as my thoughts for the NBA playoffs, I honestly isn't the win right now, but if you if I had to say, I think that they're going to probably, the owners are going to come together, probably say something to these players, like, you know, the usual bullshit, like, hey, if you don't play, it's going to cost you money and you can't put it into your community and all this bullshit, you know, that's, you know, that's what they're going to do. Or they're going to try to probably give it like, hey, we're going to donate a million dollars to whatever organization that you want. So I feel like this is just going to be, I feel like it's, it's probably, I feel like it's going, another game is going to be played in a bubble, even though there's whispers of saying that some players are saying they're leaving the bubble. I feel like they're going to leave it because the owners are going to try, damn, to convince these players to stay. And I feel like the players are going to kind of cave in in a way just to please the owners. Yeah. Um, I uh, I think it's uh, – I'm very happy that they did that. I mean, tonight – we're recording tonight. Um, Chris Webber had a very, very powerful um, – it won't be a monologue because they asked him a question. He was answering a question. But he spoke so eloquently and, and from the heart about – so many of the wrongs and just not knowing what to do and not knowing next steps. And, you know, I felt that shit. I felt that shit to my, to my, to my core, man. And it was, it's, it was depressing, but I'm, I'm really proud of the NBA. I'm proud of Kenny, Kenny Smith. Cause he walked off set and there wasn't anything. He wasn't trying to disrespect anybody there. He just said he couldn't be there. And he said he did it in solidarity with the, with, um with the entirety of the league. But while he was speaking, if y'all wasn't watching that, while he was speaking, you could tell that he was angry and frustrated. And he was he from New York. Like, New York niggas could tell when another New York nigga is angry. And he was just getting angrier. I could tell he's getting angrier, and he had to leave because he was just going to get too upset. And I just I appreciate it. I appreciate people. I, I appreciate that so many people are showing real raw emotion about what's going on. I don't know what the next steps are because – it's it's a weird thing, right? They can keep uh, they haven't canceled any games; they just suspended them, which means they're gonna be pushed back. So game fives are still gonna be going on. But right, Adam Silva has been such an advocate for it. Now, where do you go when you're not causing issues for him? Right, like what? Yeah, like how the owners, do you, owners are gonna talk to him? Yeah. So how do you how do you maneuver that part? And and he he might even be like, "Fuck it, I don't care. I I take the L." But we're just, it's just right now it's all the sports, but that's not stopping racist people from being racist. It's not going to yeah, stop yeah, them. That's crazy that you said because Shaq literally said that. Shaq was like, "Look, just because you cancel a game doesn't mean that a racist person is going to come out and say, oh, shit, they canceled the playoff game. I'm not racist anymore.'" I just felt that they just needed some time to themselves to clear their heads because you can't play in a packed arena knowing that what's going on is not going to affect your game. So. I just think they just needed some time to, you know, get their thoughts together because, and that's one thing I've touched on. I could, um, I congratulated Chris Paul because in his, after his post game, after his interview, um, post game game, the game, he spoke about the whole situation with the, the gentleman that got killed by the cop, seven shot seven times, and okay. I'm not well, not die. I'm sorry, he got injured, yeah. um, and he spoke about it, and I really, I really loved it. He, I really kind of hijacked the interview by talking about that gentleman. 
And Absolutely. I felt that that's that's what I thought was pretty cool. What what I think so what I what I think we gotta do, right, is I don't think they should leave the bubble, right? And I also do not think that you know we should just end the NBA season here. I think what made this powerful is that it's sporadic and they don't know it. They, they don't no know what happened. No control over it. No control. So I if it were me, like you know, if you could really do this. Go, you know, maybe maybe today and tomorrow. I don't. You could even play. Start playing tomorrow. But then when round two happens and it's about to be game four and somebody about to get swept, then you drop the bomb again and say we're not playing this game either. And then, then when round three happens, you drop the bomb again. You do the shit again. And then when the NBA finals come, now we're gonna really start fucking. I, I I said this weeks ago with Roger Goodell. You white people want to be allies, hit them in their pockets. So now. You got the CBA and all that deals and all this money that they're going to lose. Fucking uh, TNT and shit got to have something that they got to play on TV now. Mm -hmm. They don't have the NBA, which is going to be making the money for all all the ads and shit that they're going to have playing. So then when the NBA finals come, you boycott that shit and you play when you're feeling, yeah, yeah, we'll do game one. But we're gonna play game yeah. two when game five is. You, you, you're gonna get them. You're gonna get them. Oh man, that's gonna be that's gonna be the shit yeah. right there, boy. Because when you do that, because here's the problem, right? And and another thing where you have to come together, and I, I, I can't speak for them, and this is going to be a choice. The young players that don't get paid as well, you guys have to. I always say black people have to be a monolith. Y'all got to put the money up. People like LeBron who got all this money. People like James Chris Harden, Paul, James Harden, Harden eight to twelve man on the bench, man. Eight man, man on the bench. Man, hundred thousand dollars a game. Yeah, nigga, two hundred. He's losing that, so you be like, listen, I got you. I'll pay for your season, like. Do that. Be a monolith. Because when you do that, and you're like, listen, I got, I think LeBron is damn near a billionaire at this point. Like, Shit, he's like, about to be fucked. Damn near touching the billion. Yeah, you're like, listen, listen, white people, I don't need your money. Because then now when I don't need your money, now we become a partnership. It's not an ownership and a players anymore. Now it's a partnership. I, don't get me wrong. There should be an owner for a team. I get that. The ownership, there's going to be an owner for a team, but it can't be like Jerry Jones, like how he was with Dallas when, mm-hmm. when the niggas like, no. And if you if you fucking kneel, you're gonna get benched. Like it can't be like that. So if you really, like I said, white people wants to be our allies, they want to work with us. Fine, it's amazing. But now I think we need to be a monolith and put and literally put these niggas at a stake where they don't know anymore. They don't know every every couple games boycott. Fuck with them. You gonna have them? You gonna have them kill themselves? I guarantee the the racist white people that watch there's still racist white people that watch the NBA. Oh hell, son! Because here's where you start fucking with the, the the every the everyday man. Think about the people who bet regularly. Oh, I put up a thousand dollars to bet. Now I don't get my money now because this, I was supposed to get make a two thousand dollars today because of the plus minus. Now I'm not I'm not making my money because God knows when these teams is even gonna play. Now Las Vegas can't make money off of their bets. Mm-hmm. Then it's like yo, arrest these fucking cops because these niggas gonna keep boycotting games out of nowhere. Yep, you gotta do something. Yeah, once it costs them money, that's when those. Because you know what's so funny is that how a lot of owners like Jerry Jones speak out against uh about people kneeling and all this shit. But yet these motherfucker owners, all these fucking owners for these sports teams, these these motherfuckers that's always giving these politicians money on the side, supporting their campaigns and shit. But when black people come together and stick together to support each other, it's a fucking problem. But these motherfuckers out here, so giving these fucking uh pres- presidential candidates two million, three million dollars supporting their asses, but nothing is said. Man, fuck that shit. This is what I say. I say it all the time. It's not black and white. It's green. You fuck yep, with these green. people's money. I, don't leave the bubble. Don't. Form a monolith. 
the, the reason why today is so powerful is because they did not see it coming. Yeah, I, yo, see, I, see, see, famous. You and I are really on the same page. Like a lot of people were giving Kyrie Irving props today. Everybody was saying, "Oh, see what Kyrie Irving? Kyrie Irving said that they shouldn't even went to the bubble at all, and now they're boycotting. So people should feel, you know, they should say sorry to Kyrie Irving." I don't believe that. The reason why I don't believe that is that if this bubble didn't happen and all this stuff started happening, yeah, you'll hear from LeBron James, you'll hear from Chris Paul, but would you hear from George Hill? Would you hear from Pascal Siakam? Would you hear from people that aren't superstars? No, you wouldn't hear from them at all. But the fact that you'll hear from them is because they're at this bubble. Because they were able to boycott those games, it's the number one thing trending everywhere in the world. And the reason why they boycotted is because of what happened. So them being there actually had more impact than them not being there at all. So and to boycott, they would have all the superstars would have boycotted on social media. Now we're boycotting on national TV. Exactly. It's gonna make exactly. it, listen. I re, I'm not. I respect Kyrie's stance. I'm never. I'm don't say that his stance is wrong. I respect it. I understand where you're going with it. But boycotting this game now, yo. The the fact that game one Le- LeBron played when they took a nail and put NBA Black Lives Matter. That no matter what is always going to hit harder than you just boycotting and say I'm not going to the bubble. Exactly. But at the end of the day, a lot of people don't even remember Kyrie right now. But LeBron is cl- always on the news and right now. That, that always- big ass Black Lives Matter plastered on the court. Every time I see a game, I'm like, "Fuck yeah, yeah!" Every it time. Matter. That's, such a, that's such a that's such an integral statement. Like, it's one thing for the commissioner to come out and be like, "Black Lives Matter." There's another thing for the for the coaches to say it, but it's a, a bigger thing for that shit to be right on the fucking. All court. the racist like, people so- watching those games, you got to see that. Every fucking if, I want that shit. If niggas talk about it, you have to see. I want that shit on next year's um course. I want you to sit close. To I want that shit next on next year's court, not just for this season. I want it for next season. Wow, when people attend the games, no, no, when people no, attend no. them games, they can see that shit. Especially those fucking white people that's worth millions that's be on the front of the court. I want them to see man, that man. shit. Could you put it on the fucking? You know put it on the fucking. You have to be this in Utah. On the Utah man, court, black man, put that shit, put that shit on the ticket stubs, man. Like fuck that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's my that's my stance on it. Yo, hit them niggas where they hurt and hit them when they don't see it coming. Like, yo, if you want to, like, this is a kind of crazy shit, right? But if everyone remember World War Two, everyone remembers that term in the Blitzkrieg, where that's how Germany was able to. I think it was Poland they hit, because Poland didn't see the shit coming. You keep doing that shit to white people, you boycott a game and you hit them niggas where it hurt. They don't see it coming after a while. They're gonna be like, all right, we listen, you're fucking with my money. We need to see what we need to do. Blase, blase, blase. And that shit is always gonna go through. But I think on that, I think that's where she's and happy birthday to Kobe Bryant. Yes, sir. Kobe Bryant Day. Listen, I've never been a LeBron fan, but my nigga LeBron went the fuck off on Kobe's son. That was my on Kobe's day, 824. I respect that. Yo, bro, that was that wasn't LeBron playing, man. Kobe was there. Son, Kobe that, was there, bro. Bro, it was they like bust them niggas ass. ass. <laughs> at one point, it was up twenty four to eight. I was like, "Oh shit!" What did I do? What did I do that? Yo, there was a dagger LeBron hit like two minutes into the game. I said, "Oh, this nigga LeBron is wallet today." Thirty? He dropped that. I was like, "Yo, I'm not a LeBron fan, but yo, LeBron, you did it for me today, man." That, that well, yesterday or well, whatever the twenty fourth Monday. But anyway, uh, yeah, I'm good on that. We could right, ladies topic. Yeah. So, ladies, question, ladies, question. This question comes from my homegirl, Lanasia. It's a Lolo thing on Instagram. 
Here's the question. Do we think that it's right for women to change the last names of their children once the parents have split? Hell no. Hell no. What? Wow. No, no, no. It's a great question. Hold on. Say it one more time. One more time? Let me read this one more time, you know. So, do we think that it's right for women to change the last names of their children once the parents are not Absolutely together? Absolutely not. Um, so because so if that's your, if, if you're still uh, not an absentee father or whoever, you should still, your child should still bury your, your last name, whether you and, a, um, you and your wife or a girlfriend is not together. That shouldn't, that shouldn't hinder the last name of your child because you're not together. Like, why, why do you need to change the last name of your child? Because you you are not with the person anymore, so I think that I actually agree, I, I actually agree with you guys. Yeah, if the man is actually still in the and, kid's and, life and still helping out and doing what he can, he's he yeah like that that's owns, that's that's, that's your life. legacy. That's you. You you do not change that because that's literally you trying to take your child out of the, the, the um the father's life, and I really hate that shit. Especially if someone is actually doing something and being right by that child. Just because you and that person doesn't work out, don't let that affect the child because that's some fucked up shit. And I feel like any woman that do some sucker shit like that, especially if the, that parent is always active in that child's life, that's some sucker shit. Ez, what you think, bro? Um, I I have a daughter. My daughter's my daughter's be eleven years old in about two weeks. I'm not with the shit. I'm when, and when I tell you like. I joke, you know, we, I, I say the stupid shit about punching women in their legs and everything, but when it comes to my kid, considering the way that I grew up, you know, in foster care, in and out of foster care and all that bullshit and being separated from my from my actual biological parents, I'm not with the bullshit. My daughter means more to me than anything on this earth and beyond this earth. She means more to me than any God or any hell or any heaven. And it is what Gus says. When I was growing up, like I was telling you about my dad, even with all the bullshit that we went through, my father tried to express to us how important it meant to be a part of our family, for us to be brothers and sisters and to be his children. He referred to us as his children all the time. And we carried that last name. My last name is Mitchell. There was an importance to that, that he buried deep. And, and you know, for some people, it's weird because it's not, you know, it wouldn't be our, our actual last names. But that's my last My last name is Mitchell. And every bit of pride that I have in being a Mitchell comes from my father saying, you're a fucking Mitchell. That's me. And I feel the same way. I talk to my daughter as Team Mitchell. That's me. Everything that I am comes from that. That 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 part of it, that's, that's Mitchell. And yes, my mother has a different last name and I carry stuff from her. But for the most part, I'm my dad's son. I'm a Mitchell. And my daughter is, my daughter is a Mitchell. And if you were to try that, and her mother did try that shit. I mean, this might be a little too personal, but she did try that shit. Oh, I was thinking about hyphenating her name and giving her, get the fuck out of here. No. Hell fucking no. And I don't care if it's still going to be my last name. Then no. For a, lot, for a lot of times, women don't, this may not be for every man. For me, though, I speak for me. There's so much of a disconnect that we have when it comes to having kids, because for a man, we're not involved in a lot of that we're involved in the conceiving but then we don't have nothing to do and for some people it's they're cool with that but for me emotionally i would love to experience so much more of this process and if all i can give at the end of the day is my last name like i can't i'm not giving you any nourishment none of that shit is happening and i'm not birthing you all i give you is my last name that's powerful and that means a lot it means a lot for my daughter's last name to be mitchell 
and you're not going to change my shit. And it's not nothing for anything. I'm still going to be a part of her life, but you can't do that to me. Like that, that shit would break my, that shit would break me. If my daughter came home and she told me her last name was different, I might have to go punch some thighs off. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, I hate listening to this nigga talk. What do you mean punch some thighs off? Because <laughs> I don't want to say anything like super aggressive. Well, that's not super aggressive. Yeah, that's how, not... how I really would feel. That's not so punch... Yeah. I Listen, we already discussed that I'm unstable. But how I really feel would be completely different. It wouldn't be no punching thighs off. Like I'd be, it'd be way different. Catch my drift. Listen, uh, the way I feel about it is, if I am in the child's life and I'm still there, nah, you're not changing the last name. I don't give a fuck. Like that, that's my offspring. That's my bloodline. Like that is the one that's carrying my bloodline. Um, if it comes down to it, like. I can understand, like, if prior to the child being born, the name was hyphenated, okay, fine. We're in that new age level of thinking. But if we were born and then you actively go and change the last name, to me, that feels like you're doing it more to be petty. Because what is the benefit, right? Like, what do you, why are you doing it? Like, okay, you with this new nigga. I want this, or I want this, I want her to have, her or him to have this new nigga last name. Have have a baby. Have a baby. Don't take, don't take that from me. Yeah, don't take that from me because this is, this is my child. If I and this specifically goes if we're if I'm actively in your life. If I if I just left you with the child and you've been raising a child by yourself, yo, you got full right. That's your seed. You change that name. That's your kid. But if it's like if I'm here and I'm every Saturday and Sunday I'm picking up the kid or whatever, I'm giving you child support, whatever the needs may be, and I'm in that child's life where that child will actively see me. Nah, I don't give a fuck how you feel about that. You could we we could fight that to the death. Because if you ever come to me with some bullshit like that, I'm looking at you crazy. I'm looking at you sideways. So no, uh, there's I'm not gonna. I don't agree with that. I don't think that you should change the name. And to to me, like you got to prove me otherwise. Because the only reason why I could see why you could say I want to change this child's name is that you're trying to be petty in some type of way. Because I don't see what's the benefit. What what does it do to you? Like, do you hate me so much that you don't want our child to have my last name? The world that we live in, you were okay when we fucked and you gave birth and you put my put our last name on that uh, birth certificate. Like that, that's where it comes down to. So, nah, that's a dub for me. So, yeah. what's your thought? Well, my thoughts on it. Well, I, I'm gonna mirror what, I, what all you guys have said. Like at the end of the day, like you know, sometimes people break up. It's, it just happens where they're not gonna end up together. If a man is doing everything he can to still be in that child's life, he deserves that right to be able to still have that child have his name. You got to think about it, right? There's so much that men don't have a a part of yeah, when it comes to like, so children. many different things, bro. Like, like even for, for, the child being born at the end of the day, abortion is up to the mom. Like we don't have any say on that. Could you imagine that kid gets older and goes, "I want to find and seek my father." What's his last name? Because you took it from them. Like that's something that I'm giving them. I'm giving them. I can't give them no uh, no bigger part of me than that. My love and my name. That's at the end of the day. When, when you die, the only thing that you had is your name. That's the one thing that you take with you. You can't take your money with you, but everybody remembers you as your name. That's a fact. Yeah, that's a great question. Shout out to Lanasia. That was a really really good question, man. That's very powerful. I hope Lanasia. 
I hope she actually listens to this yeah. podcast. I want all the smoke, Lanasia. I'm letting you know that right now. Yeah, she be dead ass. I called her the other day and she had me on do not disturb. I was like, I'm about to disturb them thighs with these punches. Okay. But she Yo. does she subscribes to my OnlyFans, so it's all right. Okay. All right. She subscribes. Yo, just carry us out, bro. Please. So once again, that was another episode of the Talking Bulls podcast. Uh, you know, it started off really heavy. And, you know, we have to speak on these topics. And that's the great thing about talking bullshit. Like, we, we we bullshit a lot, but we also talk. We have these heavy conversations because, you know, we are four men living in New York City. We're all successful. We're all black. We all love being black. And all wow. this stuff impacts us. It Wonderful. truly, truly impacts us. So we really have to speak on these things. And I'm glad that my brothers are willing to just, you know, come on this platform and do what we got to do. There's no filter. We're going to speak and we're going to say how we feel about these things. So... This is Tech and Music Fan. I'm just going to say peace out. I'll let my brothers. All right, this is it. Bad Mom Gus. Uh, you can find me on no chill, un- no underscore chill underscore Gus on Twitter and Instagram. You said Bad Mom Gus? <laughs> bad Mom Gus. What is bad that? Yeah, yeah. Month? Bad Mom. Never mind. Forget, forget it. Just Bad Mom. Mom. What's a bad Mom, man? Oh, bad monk. Yes, motherfucker. See, Boy, I heard monk. Oh, Yo, you, 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 heard you see monk. how these motherfuckers try to change some shit into some uh, some other shit dialogue? My nigga, how all, all three of us heard monk? You fucking deaf. Bro, you <laughs> sound like you have a fucking talk. You fucking... You sound like you got a fungus, yo. What the fuck <laughs> is wrong? Yo, Kadeem Hardison, <laughs> shut the fuck up, man. Nah, I still got more <laughs> more in my bag than you do. Touch my bottom line then, nigga. Right? Fuck out of here. Don't try to I'll slap your glasses man. off your face. I don't wear glasses, you fucking loser. What the fuck are you talking about? Go back to Miami, fucking no idiot. Wow. That is. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, shit, I forgot what I was going to say. Say peace to the people, man. Oh, all right. Yo, we out. You already know what it is. Israel said it, a.k.a. Mr. What's Poppin'. Thank you for listening. Appreciate it. Yo, yo, just end it off as your boy Famous. Thank you guys for listening. I'll see you guys next week. Thank God we had to do the five second shit. So y'all telling me that y'all have a great one. Yo, bro. This really hurt this nigga, bro. What? Tech and music fan. We got uh, Chill Gus. And then we got his feet on the mic right here as well. And then last but not least, we got the one and only famous Kadeem. We just talking bullshit. Hey, we just shit the breeze. Hey, we just talking bullshit. Hey, we go with the heat. We just talking bullshit. Hey, we just shit the breeze. Hey, we just talking bullshit. Second music benefit, Israel said it best. Kadeem says he's famous, that's when things go left. Never stress, cause we homies just kick back, chillin'. Talking about the world, we've been talking about us building. What a feeling. You got no chill, Gus, so don't act conservative, we know you rich. Pulling all the big booty chicks, I'm just fooling. Nah, real talk, this a movement. Kadeem in his NASCAR, speeding right past y'all. Tech shooting Grammy nice, is winning all the fights. Gus talking like he nice, we know that boy be wildin', right? Thankful when we bless, just to talk and be yes. <laughs> we beneficial, call the ref. We just talking bullshit.